We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in this Wednesday edition, the Oxford Exxon podcast, presented by Twisted T here with you today. Quarterbacks spoke on Tuesday to uh, the media contingent there inside the Manning Center, Jackson Dart, Spencer Sanders. We'll discuss that and uh, everything else from um, really in the week heading up to Saturday. Sorry, Ole Miss and Mercer are going to text messages. Distracted me a little bit. Ole Miss and Mercer, 1 o'clock there on Saturday from Vault Hemingway Stadium. So that and much more today, the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Lunch specials, you know about those, 569, two sides, bread, any size fountain drink, the um, – Lunch specials change every single day. The Beer Cave is open. Getting football on Saturday. Football tomorrow night, Thursday night, Florida, Utah. Still no word on Cam Rising, but most people jumping on the Gators because it looks iffy that his availability is going to be there. Um, go check it out. Oxford Exxon, Blue Sky location here in Oxford for the uh, Beer Cave. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number, ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours, right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. Again, 662-257-1900. Guests join on the Campbell Clinic hotline, the Campbell Clinic in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street. From the cottages at Hooper Hollow, the Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedic and physical therapy. To book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Welcome always welcome at the Campbell Clinic, Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. We get going this morning. Um, thoughts with the uh, Ball family, Coolidge Ball passing away yesterday, the first African-American athlete at Ole Miss, uh, enrolling in August of 1970, 71 years old, a uh, gifted graphic designer and stuff too, did a lot with uh, with designs and logos and, not, and, and whatnot um, as his life went on. So he passed away yesterday at the age of 71. Um, Didn't know the basketball player, obviously. Um, didn't really know him, but he always – 
passed by where I sat at basketball games, and oh, really? We always spoke. Very kind gentleman. Yeah, I mean, universally like stayed in Oxford. Has been around, been a figure of the community. Um, they uh, have honored him a good bit in recent years. Glad that that happened prior to his uh, his death for that. So again, uh, basketball at Ole Miss. I think starting in 1970, if I have that, uh, if I have that correct. Chris Beard talked about it for a minute yesterday as a uh, well Ole Miss with a basketball media ob. I guess so I don't forget it later. Uh, no news on the transfers. That was the one bit of news from that. Yeah, no or news. the lack of news was news. They have not received word one way or the other. Uh, don't really have a timetable. So they prepare as if they will not have them. As what I sort of gathered. And then if they get them, they go from there. What is the timetable for full practices and when this thing actually kicks up to the point that that matters? I don't really understand the new clock. It can have workouts. I don't think it's full team workouts until early October. Then the season starts in fairly early January, uh, November, I should say. It's more of a baseball type thing then because like baseball comes back January 15th and I think they call it four-on-ones where you can have like four players to one coach or something mm-hmm. and have little groups for the different things that you do, but it's not the full roster. I think like some players get there at 115 and some get there at 145 and it staggers throughout the – Something along along those lines. And they appear to actually follow that and not be just one of those rules that's quote, quote. You wouldn't want to do three months of (laughs) full-on basketball practice (laughs) getting ready for your first game. That would would be mind-bogglingly stupid. Still no schedule, right? It's coming out this week. Okay. I mean, most people are aware of most of the schedule, if not all of the schedule, but they have not released the the schedule yet. That's correct. UCF, Cal, um, on it, Memphis, NC State, right? I, th- I think so. Sam Houston. I, I we'll see. I, I don't. I don't know. They'll put the schedule out. And we'll go from there. Okay, fair enough. You want to talk quarterbacks? What do you want to do? I mean, I, I think at some point we'll probably get to quarterbacks. It was an interesting day. So, it, 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 uh, it's an inev- this this. Yesterday felt okay. First, I'll give credit to Ole Miss. Yeah, go through the entire thing. Um, the way it works is we get Kiffin and players on Monday, and then we just get players on Tuesday. Well, after what Lane didn't say on Monday, there was only one story that anyone was interested in yesterday, and that was quarterbacks. And so they made the quarterbacks available. I, was, I would not have done it had I been there. Why? Because of what happened. But that's the reality of well, what's sure, going on in But if program. I'm Ole Miss and I'm PR, I don't allow it. I was shocked because I told you. you were We were discussing, hey, Tuesday or whatever, and I was like, no way you're getting quarterbacks today. Yeah. I mean, I was in my head going, nah, no way. If you're working for a PR entity, there's no way you give quarterbacks yesterday. Is it a PR entity? That's debatable, but... I mean, you're we, definitely. We got time. Well, look, you're putting out. I mean, look. I mean, full full disclosure. Mm-hmm. They give it Jackson Dart, Spencer Sanders, Spencer with the quote most people were talking about. We'll get to that. We'll read it verbatim in a minute. Um, Dart admitted he was frustrated. Admitted to some extent of a chip on his shoulder yesterday during the mm-hmm. uh, the quotes that I that I've seen the video that I watched. Um, it was there. I was not. Um, and then subsequently, and I don't know when, I don't know if it was before it hit the FTP, I don't know what, I, I confirmed with Michael Katz on this too, just to make sure I wasn't having crazy pills. 
Ole Miss cut Spencer Sanders' answer from their video. Yes. Once you cut it from the video, yes, you are declaring that we are putting a certain face forward. So if you're worried about the face that goes forward, you shouldn't have given quarterbacks to begin with, right? That's is fair. that a valid? I mean, no, that, that is val- my point. It's, it's a valid argument. One, uh, once you take something out of the video, I guess where I'm coming, then, we're not even arguing here. I, where I no, not at all. Where, where I am to a point was look. These are both guys that are getting paid. Oh, I give them credit for giving us yeah. quarterbacks. I'm just saying, if you're concerned about the answers, it was a volatile situation that could lead to what happened. Yes. But even had you not given the quarterbacks to the media, it's still a volatile situation. Oh, sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. What we got a glimpse into was, yep, this is someone's going to be unhappy. Yeah. I, I love, I love, no offense to the fans out there. Listen, I, I love you. But the ones that are like, I can't believe you guys sensationalized this. No one sensationalized it. The truth is, it was kind of kid gloves. Nobody was really grilled. Nobody was asked, hey, if you're not the starter two, three games in, what's your thought process? It's a valid question. I go back to this. I'm a, you know me. You know me a long time. I'm a pretty common sense, pragmatic guy. Do you agree? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. In January... When Ole Miss brought in Walker Howard, it made all the sense in the world. Opportunity to add a five-star quarterback to be a potential future quarterback. But when in January, and I think this is important to say in January, because we're in almost September now, but in January, on the heels of of losing five out of its last six games, is that right, five out of six? Four out of five? Five out of six? Four out of five, I think, but either way. Okay. Yeah, five, whatever. But they went eight and five. They started eight and one, finished eight and five. So four out of five. Okay. Whatever. Well, they started seven or no, went eight and five. So okay. yeah. five of six. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Lost five of their last six games. Yeah. I don't know that they put the blame on Jackson Dart, but no one publicly absolved him of the blame. And then they go out and they bring in a quarterback with one year of eligibility left, with 41 Division I starts under his belt. Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year at one point. And they give him a pretty substantial NIL package, according to multiple sources. You don't do that to light a fire under Jackson Dart. That's, that, that, that's, that's illogical. That's illogical. That doesn't make any sense. Well, it's so, illogical from the money standpoint. Right, right, yeah, right. Why would, w- 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 right. When people go, well, the motivation was to light a fire under Jackson Dart. Okay, take a step back. Go back to in January. That's illogical. That's illogical. That makes no sense. That, is, that, is, that, is, that defies any, any logic. No, you brought him in to be your quarterback. You brought him in to be the quarterback. You brought him in to be the quarterback, and you brought Howard in to be the quarterback after him. I don't know whether that meant that they expected Jackson Dart to leave, to transfer. There were rumors about stuff that I don't know whether the rumors had any validity or not. I have no idea. Best of my knowledge, he never considered transferring. Sanders wasn't healthy. Dart doubles down. Dart has a pretty good spring. Sanders has a weird spring because he wasn't completely healthy to go through the spring. Sure. I don't think Howard just wowed them in the spring, if we're being transparent here. Yeah, sure. He was young, new system, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think he blew anyone away in the spring. Sure. And here we are. Okay, there's two things. And this is going through this. I'm not talking to anybody. It's what I've seen on the board, though. And I think two things can be true at once. Of course. Um, Three or four things can be true at once. Sure. 
on a chalkboard is where the Spencer Sanders, Jackson Dart thing, you can get to a place with a connotation that makes sense. Lane Kiffin likes running the quarterback. He was severely hampered two years ago on what could have been an even bigger season because Matt Corral's injuries running the football. Could have scarred him. He had that deal last year where he basically didn't have a backup quarterback because he wasn't going to burn Luke Altmyer. Altmyer wasn't going to be able to run like Jackson Dart. A lot of things, reasons for that. So on paper, Lane Kiffin goes, hey, I'm going to bring in a guy. I'm going to run Jackson Dart like hell as the starter. And if he gets hurt, I've got an all-Big 12 quarterback waiting in the wings. On yeah. paper. Tons of sense. Right. NFL model. My backup quarterback's as good as he can be. And if something happens, here we go. Sure. Even from an NIL standpoint, I think it is worth this because an injury to my quarterback running the offense I want to run it can be a complete hindrance and ruin the season. So at the end of the day, that insurance plan is worth X. Yes. Again, valid argument. Completely. I don't know that I agree with it, but valid either way. Absolutely. So I think there's a way where that makes all the sense in the world. The problem is that you are dealing with people. It's not on a chalkboard. It's not robotic. It is It is emotion and whatnot. And it's... Jackson has a fire lit under him. He's frustrated. He admitted so. Yep. Um, the one unanswerable question that we're admitting we do not have the answer to. I think we have a read on what two of the three quarterbacks believe. Nobody has any idea still what Spencer Sanders was told. No. It's the one thing. If, if you so, hey, you can know something that you don't know today so that you can really put the story in context. Hey, Dart's my guy. Spencer, come in. You're going to make a lot of money, and if he gets banged up, you get a chance to lead a really good football team with the best running back in the country. Okay. Then it's fair. Then if I'm Spencer Sanders, my question on that day, and this is why I come back to what I said. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. And again, I could be wrong. We're just spitballing here because I don't know what was said. No, we're talking out. I have a pretty good idea of what was said to Jackson Dart, and I have a really good idea of what was said to Walker Howard. I don't know what was said to Spencer Sanders. But if I'm Spencer Sanders and they the pitch is, hey, look, Dart's our quarterback, but we're going to run him, and if he gets hurt, you're the guy. If I'm him, the natural question is, well, what if he doesn't get hurt? Okay, but what are Spencer Sanders' options? I don't know. Where could he have gone? I, I don't know. So Spencer might go, hey, the chance to – because look, I mean, every quarterback believes they're the dude. Sure. So even if Lane said that, again, we're speculating beyond mm-hmm. speculation. Sure. Even if Lane says this, I'm going to come into camp and I'm going to kick his ass. I'm the better quarterback. We'll show it. But I, I, again, yeah. I'm just saying every quarterback believes they're the best quarterback in the country or else you wouldn't play quarterback. Yeah. Right? To a degree. I guess my, my here's my point. Is that an option that potentially is better than, hey, I'm going to go be the quarterback at Coastal Carolina? Yeah, I don't know. If that was my next option. I don't I'm, again, again I'm this pulling us. This is well, yeah, this is where there's too many unknowns. What options did he have? I don't know. Did he have options? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. Maybe Ole Miss was his best option. There were there were Auburn rumors for a while. There were rumors that he could stay at Oklahoma State before that just became completely untenable. Hell, there were rumors a few weeks ago that he might go back to Oklahoma State. Yeah, when we were all wondering about his academics and his graduation possibilities. And let me let me say this because I know it. I, I know this is going to be the next comment. No, I am not saying that you should only worry about the feelings of your players instead of winning football games. That is not what I'm saying. Of course not. I'm saying that buy-in in this transfer era changes based off situations and what you're told, and you have to be careful with that. Lane is putting a lot of potions into a beaker, and we don't know what's <laughs> popping out yet. 
and he said maybe it, it ends up being and, and the penicillin save of the world but be. we we that's where we are right now we're just pouring some stuff in and kind of seeing where it goes and, and he said as much a couple of times on monday he did yeah it's a really talented team but it's got to got to play together i i just i don't know i, I don't again i come back to pragmatically if I'm Spencer Sanders, I've got one year left. That's it. Whether I go to Coastal Carolina, Ole Miss, ULM, or Washington State, I got one year left. I kind of want to know that the path is clear for me to win the job. I think. Or I choose several hundred thousand dollars over, over 75000 to go play at UAB. Knowing that I've, I've got the film, right? That, that the NFL. I am what I am. I'm going to get healthy. The NFL is going to give me an opportunity or not, one way or the other. And but, say, we don't know but Spencer you certainly, Sanders. You certainly enhance your stock if you're Spencer Sanders. If you go elsewhere after having had a pretty good career at Oklahoma State, I think it's 30 and 11 as the starter. You, you do enhance the stock more if you go someplace and play and win than you do if you go someplace and don't win the job. Oh, sure. 100%. You know, I mean, if you're thinking about NFL stock, well, one raises your stock and one at at a minimum keeps your stock neutral. Oh, again, I don't know what value to put on locker room happiness or whose team or any of that. I have no clue. I, I can't even speculate. But, yeah, if it's simply in a bubble, you'd rather Sanders be unhappy than Dart be unhappy for the locker room. If it matters. I would I would think. The, the way we've been told. Yeah. We're not inside the locker room. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm again, a lot God. of speculation on today's <laughs> podcast. Be aware of that. Yeah, but no, I mean, but these are the things I'm thinking about when I'm watching these videos. And again, it's it's back to my other point. Whether it's reality inside the locker room or not, or whatever whatever the reasons were, I do not know. Mm-hmm. The outcome of that press conference was not what was expected because the clip got cut. Oh, that's if it's what you're true. expecting, then you're not clipping anything. Yeah. Or somebody's, you know what I mean? Somebody's upset about so it. So what like, I'd love like, to know and I don't know, and I probably could find out, but it would create havoc. Did media relations cut that on their own? Or did Lane cut it? Or did Lane or someone at Ole Miss inside the staff say cut that before that goes viral? And I can't say, I can't say how common or uncommon that is. I think it's very, very uncommon, but it's not like I have a habit of going back and watching the videos to see if that has happened. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I probably have never gone back and watched a full video, especially with that mindset of, hey, is that question? Right, right. I don't. We're also in the transfer era world. I do think there was a part of, hey, there's a chance that somebody just leaves here and you're left with the dude. Um, well, people always ask if there's one thing you could ask Kiffin and get an honest answer and blah, blah, blah. The question today would be, in January, did you anticipate that all of these guys would still be on your roster in September? And I think he would give me the, you know, I don't think like that. We just, we, we go through the day by day and my job is to make the, the roster as deep as possible. It's to add as many quality players that can play in this league as possible and blah, blah, blah. And, and that's an honest answer that doesn't answer the question. And I think we can all acknowledge that quarterback is a different position than defensive tackle 
It just so, it just is, right? I mean, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a different position. It's it's the most high profile position. It's your leader, maybe in sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quarterback. Yeah. No matter what, who you are or what you are, you are the leader of the team. That's it. You're handling seven on seven workouts. You're doing all that stuff. It's your deal. Well, and very rarely does a wide out go. Hey, guys, six fifteen. I mean, Tuesday. For example, nobody ever says, you know, look, if you've got six defensive tackles, you don't have any. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay. <laughs> I've never heard anybody go, you know, if you've got five wide receivers, you don't have a wide receiver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anybody go, you know, if you've got six linebackers, you don't have to. But I've heard lots of people say, you got three quarterbacks, you don't have one. Mm-hmm. You got two quarterbacks, you don't have one. Yeah. I mean, look at what, what, what are we doing with Alabama right now? A team full of four- and five-star players. They're human because why? We don't know their quarterback situation. That's it. Nobody goes, you know, I don't think they're going to win because they've got a bunch of five-star defensive linemen all up and down. But we don't thing. know who the best one is. Can't. But we, yeah, they might end up playing three of them where there's going to have a fresh one in the fourth quarter. That's going to hurt them. No one does that. What do we do about Alabama? Well, we don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Maybe they don't have one. No, they've got three. Yeah, but maybe they don't have one. Yeah. Team full of four and five star players. It's chock full of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The greatest coach in the history of the sport. He's won like 7,000 national championships. Yep. And our knock on them is they don't have a quarterback. Well, they got three. Yeah, but they don't have one. Ty Simpson was a five star. Milrow has started games. Yeah. The other kid started at Notre Dame, not ULM, Notre Dame. They don't have a quarterback. They're human. They're gettable. I'm not saying you're wrong, by the way. Could be. But it's a different position. And so, yeah, the scrutiny on that position, when you don't name a starter, when the guy who's back started the last 12 games of your season and just had a really good camp and you've raved about him all summer, and now the Monday before you play Mercer, Mercer, there's no secrets here. You're not, you're not, this isn't, this isn't subterfuge. You're not tricking Mercer. You won't name a quarterback. And then the next day, the quarterbacks come to the media and one goes, yeah, I'm kind of frustrated, chipping my shoulder. And the other goes, yeah, we, I mean, I wouldn't say we have a good relationship. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a bad relationship. It's not like we go get ice cream or anything. We're cordial. If, if you say to me, Hey, what's your relationship like with, Bill. And I say, I don't know, man. We're cordial. We're cordial? What do you think? You don't like Bill. Well, it's the ice cream comment that actually shows. Because why even yeah. go there? Or I didn't ask if you went to get ice cream with him. I just asked. how he... The question was basically, has he helped you acclimate? And I'll read the full quote in a second before we go to the first break. But it's also... Again, I don't. I have not gone back and watched a bunch of Spencer Sanders videos from Oklahoma State talking to the media. media. I haven't. I guess I should have. I haven't. Well, I've thought about it in the last twenty four hours. To see body language. Yeah, is he because, always this way? Because frankly, he looks bored out of his mind. Maybe more than Lane, he is looking down like we're all idiots, and he is just trying to get through this. You know, that's not how I read it, though. I read it like this is not exactly what I signed up for, and I'm having to answer questions about that. Yeah. That I don't have answers to because it's frustrating. Because the skinny guy with the blonde hair and the visor is the one that has those answers. And Yeah. Why are you asking me? Why are you asking know. me? Yeah, sure. So 
as we go into the break, I'll read these. Jackson Dart uh, was asked if not being named the week one starter, put a chip on his shoulder. His quote, yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Um, you don't just think so. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, he, that's a, that's a, well, how do I answer this? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yep. Yeah. We'll yep. go ahead and say it. And then uh, Spencer Sanders discussing his relationship with Dart. And again, Spencer was not preparing statements here. So, I mean, I can read the words and I've got a whoa, but then I also will give him the benefit of the doubt that he's just answering a question. Yeah. Like I, yeah. It's different than if somebody goes, hey, submit me a response to this question where I made sure every word, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, but the, I'll you, give him a break there. But what you get here is the truth. I would say it's pretty good. I wouldn't say it's bad. I wouldn't say we go out and get ice cream together and we're at home, but we're cordial. We talk to each other how we help each other. He's helped me actually quite a bit. Obviously, he's been here. He knows the offense. You want to be the best at the offense. You know you at least have another person who was the best here before you got here. So you learn things. Again, if you'd like to read into that, that's, that was... Well, it tells me he thinks he's better. Yeah, and Jackson cool. And, cool, and Jackson yeah. thinks he's better. Yeah, I'm not going and throwing up stuff on social media because Spencer Sanders thinks he's the best quarterback. You would hope Spencer Sanders does believe he's the best quarterback. I'm, whatever. I'm sure. Still not exactly the statement you were expecting on Monday before the first game. Because well, here's what I expect: I expected Lane to. I on Monday had we gone in, you said, "Hey, is he going to name a starter?" I expected some version of, "Look, Jackson Dart. He's had a he's had a really good spring, had a good summer. Um, he deserves to take the first snap. We hope both guys play and play well, and we have a lot of confidence in both guys." Cool. That's yeah. what I anticipated. I think I did too. That is not what we got. No, that was not the answer. So, all right. Continue sometimes, yeah. sometimes no answer is an answer. Oh, sure, hundred percent. Right? Yes. You I mean, no choice is still a choice. I mean, no, if, like, if you ask the girl out and her answer is always, "Can I get back to you?" or "My my 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 friend's going to be in town that day," or "I've I've got I've got to work that night." At some point. Yes. She's not saying no. That's not, I can't do Thursday, but what about Saturday? Yeah. At some point, she's not saying no, but she's saying no. Yes. Yeah. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Twist, check out Twisted Tea, your go to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. Blend a real brew tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team, whether you're tailgating in the stadium, parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home. Twisted Tea is there to elevate your game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. I know. Two, uh, huh? Go ahead. Yeah, two, yeah exactly. <laughs> two, <laughs> yep. two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, a lot offered at uh, Southern Traditions. Horseback riding offerings, nationally recognized competitions, so much more. It's also a great venue for events and reunions and whatnot. So get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Uh, are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Andy Ludeke can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, 
Put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or call Andy anytime at 404-973-9901. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. So schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself. It's CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If uh, you're on the job hunt, they can help you. Opportunities across the board, no matter your experience level. If your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, they can help you as well. Yeah, payment of service, solely contingent. And if you decide to hire a candidate that they send, it's always free for the candidate. You've got nothing to lose. Give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662 662- 832-5138 or check out their new and improved website service specialist ltd.com and we're brought to you by opa oxford's newest greek restaurant on the square it's a perfect place to plan your christmas party your company dinner your festive party event fabulous food great craft libations they can accommodate up to 200 guests for catering or booking information call genie at opa it's 601-421-7147 Podcast is brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and the offer med scene. If you're subscription at the same time each month, and take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery. You have everything you need when you need it with G&M. They also will help you with, <clears throat> sorry, right way meds. will individually package your medications for those who need that extra step there. They can handle that. You have it the morning, afternoon, evening, sort it out perfectly for you. So whether it's Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs or Oxford with GNM, that's 662-236-2222. Uh, let's see. Yeah, okay. I guess we mostly covered that. I was trying to see if there's any other angle from the quarterback situation, but I think that's about it. I mean, we still don't know what snap counts are going to look like. No. Do you still believe Dart takes the first snap on Saturday? Yes. I do too. One hundred percent. Although, does Sanders play the second series? No. Does Sanders play the third series? Probably. Sanders or Dart take more second half snaps. Sanders, because the score is out. Yeah. Okay. You're counting on a blowout. Yeah, it's gonna be a blowout. I'm trying to bait you into anything that says this was a close game. I can't no, do it. It's, it's not going to be a close game. There's a 0% chance the game's competitive. And you didn't even watch any of that last week, did you? I don't have to. Okay. Well, sometimes on. FCS schools, we've seen them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but not against decent teams. We watch Jack State, North Dakota State comes in. Yeah, that's not, that's not what this team is. This isn't, this isn't a strong group of five team rolling in. Where, oh, you're, where you're tired at the end of the season. Over under 15 touches for Quinshawn Judkins. Uh, that's about right. I'll, I'll go slightly over. Slightly over? Yeah. So he stays in long enough for that? Grind says, do the Cubs get swept? No, they won last night. They're going to at least take one out of three. Where are they at? They're at home against Milwaukee. Oh, okay. Gotcha. They got beat 6-2 to two on Monday, but they won one nothing last night. Great game. Justin Steele, uh, Corbin Burns, it was awesome. 
of all of your eclectic caps, that might be my favorite is the Wrigley clock cap. Yeah, I like that. It's cap. a really good cap. I like the cap. It's it's I, I like the inside joke team caps. It's it's really, really good. Yeah. Um probably gonna write about this later, but get your thoughts. One or two players who we don't talk about every day, you're curious what their game and snaps look like on Saturday. Braylon Brown. Ooh, good one. Hudson Wolf. Ooh. Slash Kyron Heath. Play off that. The Michael Trick situation. A lot of stuff going around yeah. today. Um, Lots. Fairly, again, not reporting. 8.42 a.m. on Wednesday morning, not <laughs> reporting. I'm not reporting Jack, so go for you it. You know what I'm about to say? Probably. A lot of rumors that Trigg is not playing. A um, lot of rumors that they're riding it out to see about a potential moving on at some point. Um, again, not reporting. But you guys curious? That is what's going around is that whatever has happened has become increasingly untenable. Well, he's been in the doghouse for basically his entire time here. Let's be real honest. Right. And he's not done anything, apparently, to climb out of said doghouse. Yeah. And look, if that's true, Hudson Wolf becomes incredibly valuable if he is at all able to play after yeah. the back injuries. Because you're talking about Kyron Heath and Caden Prescorn. That's it. That's it. I mean, I get you get the freshman, but yeah, with all purposes. Yeah. At this moment, I don't expect Michael Trigg to play on Saturday, just based off what I'm hearing. I could be wrong. He could start and score four touchdowns, but that appears to be what is going around the program currently. I would, I would bet on your first scenario other than the second. That he doesn't play versus he goes off. Yes. I mean, now, he could dominate Mercer if they want to play sure. on snaps on Saturday. Sure. On top of everything else is he hasn't dominated the play the way that people – anticipated anticipated that he would he's made some plays but he's yeah pre-scoring was in a non-contact yesterday but i i think he's fine i think he's gonna play i've not heard any different on that i would anticipate that they will get him off the field because now you if if you don't have trig you do have to protect pre-scoring you do you you have to handle that differently he does a pretty good job in the passing game he's had to get a lot better at run blocking and I just don't know about Wolf. I, 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 no well, one, we haven't. No one yeah. really knows. We just haven't seen that at all. But look, it, it, it's been the crazy part of the trick story is that he clearly has a ton of talent. There's no doubt. He's, he's elite from a talent standpoint. But he's never gotten out of his own way. SC let him go. They didn't fight. At all. They said it's somebody else's issue. If you talk to some people over there, they'll tell you that they were He was a healthy happy. scratch at one point late last season. The injury didn't keep him out in some of those games he did not play last year. Did he play in the Egg Bowl? thought he might have played one snap. but I could, That might have been against Texas Tech, and he didn't play in the Egg Bowl, actually, now that I'm thinking did, about it. I did, can go look at did it. Did he play at Arkansas? I don't believe so. I think he only played in one game once he came back from the collarbone injury. Okay. I will look it up while we're talking, but I, I think that's the case. Um... But he was at least this thing where everybody was hoping the light came on, provided some semblance of security blanket. But now, yeah, if your tight end room removes him, if yeah, it's Priest Corn, Heath, and Wolf, and a freshman, and suddenly it's at a position that when it's really good, Lane thrives. That's a big deal. Yeah. It's a huge deal. Yeah. 
And even if he's fine, whatever's priest corn's got going on, you better nurse it. Don't let that, that has to heal. They have to have Caden priest corn. He is the most important transfer on this team. Yeah. I think I agree with that. Considering the position and the usage. Unless and, it ends up being Sanders. <laughs> but sure. Even if Sanders starts, he is not the most important transfer because you have a capable backup behind him. It's a fair point. That makes sense. Yeah. The MVP is not necessarily the offensive player of the year. So that's true. Is that fair? Yeah. Is that minutia okay for you there? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Yeah, Priest Horn's it. Because if you don't have a tight end, they can't operate the offense the way they want to operate it. No, we've seen what that offense so looks like. So he is that guy. We've seen what it looks like when you don't have a tight end. And if you don't have a tight end, then suddenly you're really dependent on the four wides, and suddenly you're really having to run the quarterback. And Yeah. 2022, Michael Trigg, he played 54 snaps against Troy, 38 snaps against Central Arkansas, 47 snaps against Georgia Tech, 51 snaps against Tulsa, 19 snaps against Kentucky, 26 snaps against Vanderbilt. That's where he got hurt. It is. And 29 snaps against Texas Tech. So he didn't play against Alabama, Arkansas, or Mississippi State. Correct. Okay. And I don't remember if he was eligible for the Bama game or not. I know he was healthy for the Arkansas and State games and just yeah. didn't play. Yeah. So, yes, 29 snaps against Texas Tech was the last. Uh, that sideline the Arkansas game was – there was a lot going on. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's a big deal. Yeah, Heath, I mean, he's got a block. He's got to build a block. Maybe he can this time. I mean, last year he was, he was young. He was young. He was he's he's had a full off season in a, in a strength and conditioning program. He does look bigger. 
Well, I think he's going to be a fine player. I mean, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, no. I mean, I you don't look at it as a liability. He, frankly, he took most of the second team snaps the entire fall and did well. Account, and did well in what I saw. Yeah, he handled himself fine. I mean, this isn't new news that Trigg hasn't been taking second team reps. No, <laughs> no, not even a little bit. Got some fourth team reps. One practice I was at. Yeah, he had the ball knocked out of his hand by like some five foot four walk on one day on the service field. And I was like, what, what are we doing? Like, what, what, yeah. what, what, what are we doing here? That film's not going to go well. Yeah, I was like, there was there was some effort issues maybe on the on the upper field, if you will, um, as it was as it was going. Um, I, I'll give you one. Guy who's been a little banged up, hadn't played a ton, but I have liked him in the little scrimmage I've seen. Demarco Williams. Yeah, can he actually be a dude that plays and gets in the rotation? Yeah. What does that look like? The early part of camp, he showed up a bunch. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I don't, and he might have continued to show yes, up. Yes, I'm saying we, yeah, we haven't gets, seen it. Our much. access gets cut off. But that's one where I just like when I peg in and go, "Hey, guys, we're not necessarily, you know, whatever." I think I think Williams is in that group. Um, you know, lights come. Mercer will not give the answer to this. Weeks two and three, and we have plenty of time to discuss that. You know, is Walton as good as we maybe think he can be at corner? He's been really good outside DeAndre Prince so far. Um, frankly, he's been he, better than Prince. He looks really good. Um, yeah, he's. I think he's the best corner on the team. You know, from what we've seen, he's been in a non-contact, but he's played contact even with the black on. Tasia Young, what mm-hmm. does that look like? Yeah, um, is he going to play to the extent that we kind of expect with him? Um, Tennyson has been banged up. I don't know what his availability is or isn't. Where they're putting him, frankly. Well, he was playing a lot of linebacker. But that was with Coleman was with out. Coleman out. And Coleman might still be out. We don't know. Yeah, he is practicing. We do not know his game eligibility for Saturday. Yeah, yeah who do we have on watch for that? It's Xavion Harris, Corey Coleman. Yeah. Is that it? And Trigg. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's those three, right? Um, no, I think they're uh I think their kickers are pretty good, actually. Like Frazier Messine's done a pretty good job punting from what little we've seen. Caden Davis is an experienced kickoff guy, assuming that's who it's going to be, the Texas A&M transfer, and then they have Caden Costa back. I mean, Costa was an All-American freshman kicker. I mean, it's not. Speaking of uh, DBs, congratulations to A.J. Finley. Really happy for A.J. Finley. Thrilled for A.J. Finley. Just. Like, literally, that kind of made my day. Yeah, I mean, as G pointed out in the stream, Otis Reese, 53-man roster. It's interesting. Yeah kind of the way that the titans are using him almost like a linebacker sort of because mm-hmm. his speed's okay there yeah his speed wasn't okay at safety no yeah prince has had a run into he had a dui so i guess technically oh. that first half too yeah that'll be the checklist when we get so and so so and so so and so so and so and he'll get asked about it and he'll say we handle these things internally my hunch is that Harris and Coleman don't play in the first half. It's straight hunch. I have no okay. sourcing on yeah. this at all. No, I have none either. But if you just said, I, I mean, Kate Costa's good. You're not going to miss Cruz. It's more of how valuable Cruz was last year given the situation. Back to MVP. I mean, not having Jonathan Cruz last year. Ooh, ooh boy. Would have been a little. Oh, boy. Would have been a little. I, mean, I know Lane doesn't kick much anyway, but holy. Wow. But Costa's a better kicker. Yeah, Costa's an I mean a potential NFL kicker. Yeah, he's I mean, he's, a, he's a dude. Yeah. Um so the Broncos traded for Will Lutz yesterday, so now I've lost my kicker to Sean Payton. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It it annoyed me in a way that it shouldn't have because it's just a kicker. <laughs> but I I I kind of saw it and I was like, you son of a bitch! Like, so who's the Saints kicker? I don't even know. Whatever. It's just a kicker. We'll find one. Oh yeah, but yeah, you'll be saying that in a couple of weeks <laughs> <laughs> when he misses a forty six yarder to give you a lead. You'll be like me. Oh, he's just a bullpen guy. <laughs> just a bullpen yeah, guy. Bastard. I, what do you think my, my my year is going to be? Am I going to have some hostility short Sean Payton in some ways, or is he still going to be my dude? Like, is it nah, does, does, does it start? Is it still my guy? He's your guy. He won you a Super Bowl, and he's not in my league. No, no. He's like when Joe Madden went to the Angels. It's like ah, you were still fine with him over yeah, there. I was, yeah, I almost kind of. Cheered. But he was he was coaching Shohei too. Yeah, but he was just Joe, whatever. Whoever the Arkansas State kicker is the kicker for the Saints now. Oh, really? Yeah. Who knew? Okay, sure. I have not been locked into the Saints roster moves for the most part. Running back is worrying me, and I've been paying attention to a few other things, but as far as like downstream stuff, no idea. Because Kamara's out three games? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they, they have running back issues. Got got issues there. Um, but it's okay. They have one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. Schedule's pretty kind for the most part. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Lutz uh, thanked New Orleans for the best seven years of his life in an Instagram post. So he's excited to join the Broncos. Gets to kick in the in the yeah. altitude out yeah. there. Thin air. He's got a leg. Oh, he, he can boot it. He's technically got two legs, but yeah, he's the one. The one's really good at kicking. Malik Heath made the Packers. Uh, by the way, Lutz, by the way, I didn't know this. Last year, 74%, the worst percentage of his career. So maybe we're playing chess. Oh, you know what? Yeah. He's on the way down. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Peace. Sell him while he still has your some Sean's problem now. Sean getting all sentimental, wants his dude back. Yeah. Okay. Take him. Peyton said, obviously, his numbers dropped off in 2022, but he had a really good training camp for them. We saw all of his kicks and got pretty good information on how the practices went. I'm guessing Sean has some sources. So you had a mole is what you're saying. You had a mole in the building is actually what you're saying here, Sean. Sean's got sources in New Orleans. Asshole. (laughs) Yeah, so who all made rosters? I mean, everybody's expected. and then Uh, AJ Finley did. uh, Malik Heath made the Packers. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah, don't okay. really know Malik as well as I know AJ. We were, yeah. I was I was pretty thrilled for AJ. Malik was fun to watch because he legitimately was really happy to be here. Great quote. Yeah, like he 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 really appreciated the change and the opportunity, yeah. and you could see that yeah. he he appears to be very close with Derek Nix. Um, yeah, yeah, you could just sort of it radiated off him in some different ways there. So he was a hell of a hell of a good player last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. We don't talk about, hey, you got to replace Malik Heath, but they got to replace Malik Heath. Wideouts. Still the question. I mean, we can talk about all the individual stuff all you want to. A position, wide receiver. You know, and it shows you that AJ, who really thought about going pro a year earlier, did the right thing, kind of got some feedback, focused on it, and then it worked. It just worked out for him to make that to make that roster. It's, that's awesome. He he hit all the right moves. Come back, get out of there, get into an offense that's going to get you the ball better. Um, because State's offense was not suited for Malik Keith at all. Did Tavius make the roster? I mean, I, mean, I would assume since he was drafted. 
right? I just felt like it wasn't as of a known because he was already, you know, up the list a little bit. While you're looking for that, I'll tell you that uh, Heavenly Sunshine still giving you a couple days to get the uh, quotes on the Christmas lights. They're announcing holiday lights by Heavenly Sunshine. Their full-service installation plan, they'll install, take down, and store the lights for you. They use commercial-grade LEDs that are 100% customizable to your home or business. They take care of the lights while you take care of the gifts. Free estimate before August 31st. Two more days. Call them today. Two more days. Mention MPW10 for 10% off. Mid-South and Oxford for over four decades. Full-service commercial residential property maintenance. Includes power washing, soft wash roof cleaning, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. That's heavenlysunshine.com or 662-342-1203 to book your estimate. Did you find it? I could not find it just then. I was trying, but I failed in my endeavor. Uh, We're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Uh, Thinking about Christmas vacation, thinking about already planning your trip for next summer, whatever the case may be, you want something to be special, you want it to be one that creates a lifetime of unique memories, get in touch with uh, John. Give him some parameters, give him a budget. He's going to give you options that you're not going to find on your own. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. We're also brought to you by Pinnacle, Pinnacle home to the Pinnacle 401k advisory services team. They'll conduct a complimentary, no obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Welcome back for another edition of Dead Soxy's incredible fall score sale. Dead Soxy is excited to announce a slight twist in the 2023 version of the score sale. At the conclusion of Saturday's game between Ole Miss and Mercer, the uh, margin of victory by the Rebels over the Bears, even Dead Soxies is assuming a win here, will uh, will trigger a percentage discount. If the Rebels thump the Bears 45 to 10, the promo code will activate for 35% off. So the margin. Yes. Okay. Margin of victory. You have to do some, some subtraction. Uh, it's 50 to 10. It'll be 40% off. The promo will cap at 40% off. So if it's 67 to nothing, it's still 40% off. Okay. The score sale will run from the conclusion of the game until kickoff of Ole Miss's game in New Orleans against Tulane next Saturday. So load up on your favorite socks and score this incredible offer. Visit deadsoxy.com. Use the promo code REBELGROVE at checkout to receive the score sale percentage off all orders. And as always, stay soxy. We're brought to you by Game Changer Patch. It's the only two-patch system available in the market. Stop hangovers before they start. You got the warm-up patch. It's used before... Or while you drink, the overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients are going to keep you in the game and ready for your next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com. Promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. And we're brought to you by the College Corner. The College Corner is now in Oxford. It's at the Oxford Commons right off Sisk Avenue. More than 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear. Plenty of parking available. Their staff will have you in and out and ready for the Grove. In no time. It's collegecornerstore.com. And we're brought to you by A-Stock. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. Shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. Or download their app name, Your Price, on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville and uh, Memphis, some in Indiana, and more coming soon. So uh, don't miss out. Men's basketball renewal deadline set for August 31st. You can renew or purchase now to be in the priority seat selection process. 
Women's basketball tickets on sale for $50 per season ticket. And men's and women's basketball tickets may be purchased at OleMissTicks.com. The Ole Miss Athletics Foundation is also starting their pledge per win and pledge per touchdown campaigns for football. You can go to give to athletics. That's two with a T-O. Athletics.com to uh, sign up today as well. And single game football tickets on sale. Also, OleMissTicks.com. Podcast also brought to you by Prime Shrimp. Prime Shrimp. Seven different flavors available for you. The New Orleans style barbecue, the uh, signature, two of my favorites, versatile options that go with everything. Let it be a great protein snack, lunch, or dinner on these busy nights with kids having plenty of activities. They ship directly to your door. Then fewer than 10 minutes, freezer to plate with Prime Shrimp, a great restaurant quality shrimp from the New Orleans-based company. They also have their two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp for those who want that option. So uh, Prime Shrimp, code RG, five pouches or more, 25% off with PrimeShrimp.com. So can we get um, can we get Doug Peterson to go hang out with Kirk Ferentz for a little bit? Like show him how it's done. Show him the way you figure out, hey, this, this is doable here so it doesn't cause me or tank me. Peterson cutting his son for the Jaguar, the uh, Eagles yesterday. Man. Jaguars. Why not say Eagles? He used to be an Eagle. He used to be an Eagle. Yeah. Cut Josh Peterson. Now he wasn't expected to make the team anyway, but still. I wonder how that conversation went. You don't call him into your office. Call everybody else into the office. Yeah, come on. Like three days before you go, hey, look. Hey, honey, we're cutting up. I'm cutting, my, cutting our son in a minute. You think he didn't get the big piece of chicken at dinner last night? You think she understands? He didn't get a piece of something last night. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Bet on that. that oh, you you think even if it was logical and understood, she was potentially pissed? Yes. Cold. Hey, really? The shoulder was cold. Come on. That's why you don't get there in the first place. Don't even tell. Like, if he's good enough, he will play in the NFL somewhere else. Who do you think Laura likes more, me or Carson? No, I get it. That's my point. It's where you... Oh, you're saying he might have even taken him because of her. Hey, come on, close enough. Like, I would have called a friend and said, hey, take my son in the seventh round. So you can cut him. Yeah. Do me a favor. Because yeah. it happens in baseball all the time. All the time. Late round picks. Go, hey, look. Hey. I'll, I'll get you next time. Like, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll help out. Yeah. We'll make, the, we'll, we'll, we'll make this good somewhere down the road. Axed him. Yeah. I mean, Kirk's got to do this around the holidays. That's the problem for him. It's going to be doubly bad. Of course, he's in an age where he doesn't care. It's very straight. He doesn't have to do anything. He either hits the number or he doesn't. Can't wait for Kurt to go, you know, but we lost 1.7 <laughs> possessions per game. So really, the number should have been this, and he was able to get over that. Kurt's going to go, you know, I remember this press conference in uh, at, at Ole Miss earlier in the year, and yeah. Lane Lane was talking about... Made a really astute point. You know, that was, that was, that was I, we had not thought about that when we did this math, and so we went back and revised it. It's and prorated so, off losing 1.7 possessions. did make it. We gave him a raise. Yeah. After our 8-4 and four season. They're not ranked in most top 25s. Or they're right at the bottom of, yeah. of it. Sorry. Hey. Sorry to offend. Hey, we're going we're, we're gonna, to we're gonna win some games. We're going to get rolling here soon. Tavius Robinson did make the uh, roster for the uh, Baltimore he did, Ravens. He did make? Yeah. yeah not surprised. Uh, outside linebacker, he is in a group that includes uh, Jadavian Clowney. You know, he's a Raven now. So, Robinson there with, uh, with Jadavian. 
Yeah, I see a 53-man sorted out by uh, – See where the Patriots cut Bailey's out? They have one quarterback on roster right I now. I did see that. If he clears waivers, they could still bring him back, obviously. But as of now, Mac Jones is the only quarterback on the Patriots roster. Feel safe in saying that they will add a quarterback yeah, between course. now and the opener. Of course. But, yeah. I mean, Zap was not bad in reserve duty last no? year. I thought it was a strange move. Must be somebody they're eyeing who they think is about to Gonna get, be okay. Is, yeah, somebody must be about to get added. You probably don't do that in a vacuum. You sort of know what you're doing. We're pretty quick on the show to criticize Jim Irsay. Are you following this Jonathan Taylor thing much? A little bit. They kept him on the pup list, which means even if he moves, he's ineligible the first four weeks of the season. He's dug in. He's pissed. They're yeah. pissed. Yeah. Your fan base is held hostage because your best player is not eligible and you're not doing anything to help in any degree. Well, again, there's pragmatic. Ursay should really thank Peyton Manning because he has a Super Bowl ring. And he is horrid yes. most of the time. Yes. He's he's already Moreno kind of NFL. He just happened to have Peyton Manning. Had Peyton Manning and had had some good dudes. Had Bill Polian, who yeah, sort of had built a roster around Manning, and they had a really good team for a while. Yeah. I'm assuming Ursay was the manager. I mean, the owner then. I think he, was. he was. Okay. This is strange. I mean, both sides, you could go on all season. And I know they weren't contending anyway, but still, that one that one's a little weird to me. <clears throat> Look, I think that's pretty much it from a roster standpoint that was anything overly uh, the athletic i know we're always pepping them up but they were they have a pretty neat article it has the best player cut off every team so if you're curious if your team needs something right where that might go or what that position is um pretty when, good there when do guys make practice squads how does that work they have to clear waivers they have, I, yeah they have to clear and then get brought back i think because like okay. treadwell got cut but they think he's probably a practice squad player for the ravens did the Bengals cut ben brown i have not seen that either way i don't know I don't know what that I know Mason like. Brooks got cut in Washington, but there was some speculation that he would get brought back to the practice squad. Oh, really? Yeah. He apparently was a little closer to making that roster than a lot of people thought. Yeah, he hung in for a while. Yeah. Well, hung until the end. Very last cut. Yeah. yeah. So I think he could get a practice squad that, that spot. was the rumor is that he could get a practice squad spot. I think Ricky Stromberg got the last offensive line spot in Washington. Oh, really? I was absolutely keeping up with it because if Mason had made the team, I needed to book a flight. Um, but I'm not see. positive on that about Stromberg. I guess I could look for it here. No, it's fine. I had a hard time finding. Broker got cut, says in the stream. See, I'll pull up Washington here. What's your ta- What's your thoughts on this ESPN trying to show college football games in movie theaters? Seen this? I mean, why not? ESPN will broadcast seventy five college games in movie theaters this fall in a partnership with uh, Theater Sports Network. They'll expand last season's plan, which put the college football playoff semifinals and title games. In theaters as partnership with Cinemark. This year, the partnership will feature uh, games involving ACC teams, but is expanded to include every New York New, York, New Year's Six, plus the college football playoff semifinals and national championships. Um, 
in week one. Virginia's game against Tennessee. North Carolina's rivalry game with South Carolina. And LSU's top 10 showdown against Florida State, as well as Clemson's Labor Day trip to Duke, will be available. Um, more details to uh, be found at Theater Sports. Interesting concept. I don't hate it. But, I mean, is a movie theater where you want to watch a game? I get you get the sound. I get to, I, I get you get the big screen. But that only works from the standpoint of community watching. I mean, can you replicate any type of sports bar feel in a movie theater? That's the problem because – I mean, if we're literally just sitting there like a movie in the dark and we're watching the game, I mean, we're, we're not being silent. It's not like you're yeah. catching the end of Schindler's List here, but like what? Well, I mean, you could, you know, there's some of they serve beer and you can get food. And I'm assuming you could get rowdy in a movie theater watching sports. It doesn't sound like something I would want to go do. But. And it would have to be one of the theaters that has the full bars and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, You'd yeah. You have to yeah. be able to get the wings and the beers and of the course. whole deal. We're not in like. But I mean, you know, crystal clear screen and the whole deal. I mean, why not? If you don't have a party to go to and you just want to watch the game on a big screen, you could do it at a theater. And but do you see yourself ever driving to the Malco and checking out me? the game? Me? Of yeah. course not. Are there people that would? Sure. Yeah, as CC says, you got to keep the lights up and you got to be a bartender. I can't be able to be able to order stuff yeah. from your seat. Well, there's a lot of those places that are that yeah, way. Yeah, sure. But think, in general, I just I don't have think a hard- it's that way at the Malco here, but there are places that are that way. It wouldn't be what I would do. I would rather go to a bar, watch at home, and light the grill. But are there people that might do this? Sure. Okay. Give it a roll. Well, yeah, there's no overhead, really. I don't hate it. And there's a strike going on. There's only so many movies right now, anyway, that are getting out. Yeah. I mean, if you'll notice in Oxford, I don't... Look, I have no idea how the economy works for this. But both theaters are essentially showing the same movies. It's not like there's a ton of... Right. So give it a roll. What's the worst that can happen? Nobody shows up? Well, if nobody showed up for the other movie anyway, I mean, how many people are going to movies on Saturday afternoon? Maybe a bunch. I don't know. I've I've only been to the theater once in like the last year. I think. I mean, so, I, I don't. I just don't go very much. I've been to one movie since I watched Top Gun by myself, and it was a kids' movie. Took Carly in. I've been to maybe two movies in the last year. Okay. So I'm not a. What just, were those? I saw the one with the about the hostage that took the kid to the, the the child trafficking movie. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I saw the Sound of Freedom. Yeah, and then I think the one before that was the latest Creed movie. See, I still have not even seen it. Oh, it's pretty good. It's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, Adonis Creed. Yeah. Come on. You were mad they were making the thing. You can't. Yeah, I know, but it, it checked enough boxes. It was, oh, it was good enough. Gave me my drug. I'll be happy to go watch Oppenheimer by myself. I feel like I need to study a little. I feel like I've got a couple things I've got to like research before I watch it to get full viewing capability of it. Yeah, I think so too. I I don't want to be. I don't want to feel dumb and go. I missed this because I'm not up on the situation enough. I've had a couple of opportunities where I thought I had a window of time and I thought you know I could go see that and then I was like I don't really want to. I don't know why. Yeah, why are you avoiding it? I don't know. It's long. It's long. So you got to have a minute. No, it's one I have on my list. I want to see it. I plan to do it. Just haven't. But 
I'm good. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in on Oppenheimer, but I feel like I need, I need something. GJG said they do a great job. You don't have to worry about it. You'll be all right. Figure it out. Maybe so. Okay. Yeah, I just that that was my concern was some inside stuff, some Easter eggs, and because I'm that's that's one of my favorite parts of things like that. And I understand it doesn't feel long. Okay. It's like two forty. I just heard three hours. You're, it's basically a three hour theater. It is three. It's, it's three hours. I guess by the time you. I guess by the time you watch all the previews and all that stuff, it's three hours. Yeah, it's three hours. 180 minutes and nine seconds. Well, there you go. It Three hours. It went just over, actually. Sorry. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm in. No, no, no problems. I'm not, not criticizing Oppenheimer by any stretch. But I just know, I did notice that the other day when I was looking for something. I guess it was on Saturday. There wasn't much going on. I was seeing if there was any kids' movies to take her to and there was a couple of kids movies trying to figure it out but i noticed that both theaters were showing a lot of the same movies and it was just sort of pick your theater experience because i mean in oxford you do have a different theater experience depending on whether you want to go to studio cinema or cinema grill oh for sure so you're you're choosing your choosing your option wisely there i actually like the one over here when the bars open yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of fun I, sometimes it's not open look this is me Call me weird. Call me whatever. Call me difficult. I get it. My only issue with that one ever is when the theater is empty and they're like, you have seat E4. And I'm like, yeah, come on. There's no one in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, do you want to change your seat? And I'm like, and why have the bar if it's not going to be open? So you think it should be open all the time? Well, if you're, the theater's open. That's a good point. Yes. I mean, not when the theater's closed, <laughs> but if the theater's open, yeah, and people can go to a movie, why would you not want to open the bar and the restaurant? And stuff? You should. Because it would bring more people in, you would think. And it's not like you have to make things ahead of time. No. I mean, it's either tapped or it's, it's not. It's beer. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's NESpark.com. 662-238-3159. Phone service, pro controls, network security, a wireless mesh extender, and much more. So to get the best internet in Lafayette County as well as parts of Union in Pontotoc counties, that's 662-238-3159. We're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? What accounts should you pull from first? Are you already retired? Should you consider Roth conversions? These are some of the questions that can only be answered with a personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Sego with Sego Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or you prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting and see what they can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. Stress out about the rebels, not your money. Rebelsretire.com. Do you hate losing games? Do you hate losing players? Do you hate paying for your insurance? If you said yes to those questions, Davey Ferris can help. He has partnered with the Grove Collective. He'll be donating 20% of all commissions and 10% of all renewals on both personal and commercial insurance policies. Davey can serve his customers in all 50 states, and he's dedicated to making sure Ole Miss Athletics succeeds in this era of college sports. 
So contact Davey at 214-715-7247 or via email at dfarris, that's D-F-A-R-R-I-S, at hillcoinsurance.com. Podcast is brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Tailgate packages, even if it's not for Mercer, a lot of home games this season, Georgia Tech in a couple weeks. Let them take care of you. They feed 10, 20, or 40, depending on what you need. You can pick up at Chicory Market, located there right now before a uh, final move for all of them. Tailgate packages, 10, 20, and 40. Again, there. They've got tons of options. Got great dips, pepper jellies, extra large specialty trays, the charcuterie, which is my favorite, but they have grazing and artisanal cheeses. They make in-house every single day. Two assorted sandwich trays, fruit trays. They uh, come with the cheesecake dip. That's a favorite for most people. Crudite. And uh, assorted cookies and brownies as well. You can order online at JohnsonHillCreamery.com. Again, pick up on Friday or Saturday or give them a call and see all their different options. That's 662-419-9201. You and I never talked about it. I guess movies made me think of it. Um, You ended up being pleased with Lasso for season three? Yeah. Was a little I'm di- not going to spoil it for people yet. I was a little frustrated at the beginning because I, I was concerned. I thought that, it was super slow. Yeah, it was super, super slow, slow. And I couldn't decide whether we were going down the... Whether we did that all the way through or the not. political message all the way down the end. And then they turned a corner and it got really good. And I was very pleased with the way that it ended. Okay, the... Again, I'm avoiding spoilers. Nobody has to turn it down. The, penup- the penup- penultimate episode was the best episode of the series. The next to last. Mm-hmm. Um, it had the right feel. It felt like season one. And they actually fleshed out everything where you saw it. I'll tell you, again, I'm being careful. I had a lot of, because where it took the turn, and I'd read a good bit, kind of as I was going, I was reading New York Times reviews of everyone to see if I missed anything, because I was kind of speeding, and when, let me make sure I didn't catch some symbolism. Or, frankly, I had not gone back and watched season one and two, so I thought I might be forgetting some inside joke or something that was going through. And... I tell you, the the middle was pretty tough to get through, as said in the stream. And then even the third to last episode, where a couple really big things happened, they rushed them so much where they just told them they happened. And it's like, you're a series. You can go as many minutes as you would like. You're not bound by traditional television. Mm -hmm. It had the right feel, but I felt robbed. I'm like, we've been building to these things, and you're just saying these things happened. Like, I... I, Yeah, they... I don't know whether they got some feedback or whether this is just the way it got written. It felt like some of what they did in the third to last, they should have done it a couple episodes earlier. Yeah. There there was Give me that. But again, they started season three in such a way that it it just took a while to get to speed. I mean, you're the it, the car struggled to get up the hill, and then once it did, it was like, okay, well, we're good now. But it just it, it took a while. And then but I'll give them credit. They're towards the end. If you were trying to make it a... And listen, I, I'm in the minority on this. A sure. lot of people like stuff to be left open-ended and for you to think about no, it give me and an wonder. I kind of like it when you clean everything up and you give me a neat box. In this, especially. Yeah, and this kind of stuff. Like that Lost was weird at the end? Okay, fine. Right. Like that was a weird show and we're going to have a weird ending. Cool. Yeah. But here, we need to know what happened to these people. It's only three seasons. It's Give me an answer. You got attached to these people. You wanted to know that they were going to be okay. 
that's what you wanted to know. I think that's so that you could, at least I did. Maybe maybe everybody is not like that with me. I've said this about The Office many times. No, I agree with you. The Office, what it did for me at the end, the reason I liked it so much, the reason that I could watch it again right now and I would get kind of teary-eyed and choked up is because they told me all of these people who had kind of become my friends were going to be okay. And so I could let them go knowing they're going to be fine. Now, I know that's cheesy as hell and weird as hell, but that's the truth. And Lasso was sort of that way with me. There were a handful of characters that I'd gotten where I really liked them. I wanted to know they were going to. I know they weren't real. And they real. cleaned everything up, I think. They did. I mean, there was a couple you could speculate, but for the most part, if you had any brain, you could kind of figure out where that was headed or not headed. No, they put all the leftovers in a neat box, and they wrapped the box up, and they put a little tie on it so that you could carry it to your car safely. It was all good. It was fine. I was pleased with it. And, of course, it immediately started speculation. Well, how do they do the spinoff? No. I don't think you need to do a spinoff. There is no spinoff. What are we spinning off? You can't You can't stay over there without Ted. Agreed. You just can't. You but, can't lose a character. Well, you can't lose the character whose name was the show. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've heard people say you could do a spinoff off Roy Kent. You could do a spinoff off Nate. You could do a spinoff off Coach Beard. Not old Mrs. Yeah. Coach Beard, but that Coach Beard. The only potential spinoff is Kent, and it, I, I, I'm, I'm good. No thanks. Yeah, I just, what are you going to do? He, you kind of, no spoilers, but you kind of already got that. We got, the, we got the personality character arc on him. He figured it out, if you will. No, we're saying they cleaned everything up in Ted. Yeah, no, we're good. Austin's thanks for the super chat. Would would you be okay if we got a movie based off The Office, fifteen years removed from the finality, where we check on storylines? No, I don't really. You want to let it go? Yeah, just let it go. Okay. I don't. I don't know that I. No. What are you gonna do? It was a smart show, in a lot of ways. Again, every season had a different feel to it. Um, I tell you, as I was watching the last couple episodes, what struck me was I got a lot of the feelings that you got from season one, and it sort of hit me. And this is a, I mean, I know our political arena is what it is right now, but for the most part, it showed me again how much we needed it at the beginning in mm-hmm. season one. And I thought this is great. I don't need it as much right now. Oh, it's a good point. I'm okay. I'm better. Yeah. I don't need what you did for me in season one will go down as one of those TV moments in culture history that is way up there close to a Rushmore for what it was able to do. And I went, I'm cool and I like it and you're giving me some of those feels, but I'm not connecting in the same way because I don't need you as much right now. Yeah. Not that it's bad. It's good TV, but no, it's, I'm, it's I'm more I'm than cool. fair. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, and I've, I've said this, I got halfway through the season and I was sort of almost lamenting a little bit. I said, I don't find myself caring about the characters the same way. Yeah. I'm fine. Good. I want it to end. And, and, and no, look, by the end, I was really invested. But Well, they got really weird. For the, the most first part, part of, of it, I went, three. I just, even like Ted and Rebecca and the main ones that we really had gotten behind, I didn't care. Well, the first part of season three, unless the first part of season three sucked. It was bad. I mean, they were they they set out with a different objective. From the first two seasons, they decided that they needed to make a social statement. Yeah, and then when they got away from that, and just no, entertain me, man. Give me, let, how's the soccer team doing? How, how's 
they gave you some stuff that about the people again. We wanted to like the people. I just want to like the people. Just tell it about the people. It, it does, everything doesn't have to have social significance. Everything that you do doesn't have to have social significance. You can just be a person. You can just be a decent person who's out living life, who everything you do is not based on some social construct. And they got away from that and got back into the characters, and the show got good at the end. I've I've got a couple things with the finale. Might even hit them. I'll tell you what it might do. It might hit them on Thursday night as we're waiting on calls. So just be aware of that. I'll give some disclaimers. Again, if you're in the middle of watching, it's been out long enough that I don't feel terrible for spoiling, but at the same time, I don't want to throw it on you right here when you were not Which anticipating show? that. Ted well, Lasso. I, I yeah, I got okay. a couple finale issues that I want to go over. Okay. So we'll do that on Thursday night. I'll We'll give heads up. I'll let you know where that's coming. You can be able to have a better warning if you're trying to get through it because – Frankly, I would be annoyed if I was zooming through it this week and then a couple things at the end got popped on me. Yeah, and you know, we can't talk about this too on Thursday. There's a lot of people out there, and I understand the argument that when Michael left, that that's when they should have ended the office. I actually really disagree. I thought they did a tremendous job post-Michael on that show. See, I didn't watch any of that. I Some no- of the funniest offices came post-Michael. What a challenge that must have been. The show that was basically built around Michael Scott, and then Michael leaves, Steve Carell leaves, and you have to continue the show that these people love. And I thought they did a fantastic job looking back on it. I mean, I agree with someone it who said... It went 10 seasons? I think 9 or 10. 9, okay. The... Will Ferrell character. At first, I thought this is going to be a disaster, and it wasn't. And then, but then they played it off quickly. They didn't let the show become the Will Ferrell show. Spoiler alert: He, yeah, gets I, hurt and disappears. Can expound on this later. It's not for today. Larry Joe talking about the endings being terrible for uh, Lost and How I Met Your Mother. I've actually turned on both of those. I, I'm fine with both of those endings. I was not when they both came out. Especially How I Met Your Mother, because I've mentioned this on podcasts and sites. I have put a lot of emotional energy in that show for it to be a sitcom. Um, related to me and some buddies in some really strong ways over the course of our lives. Um, hated it. And then after that, uh, have kind of turned on it as I've gotten older and thought about it more and some perspectives change. You go, no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually really okay with how that ended and lost as well. So we can... Uh, what did you think about... You can, think about, you, you can think about this for Thursday. Okay. Because I wondered about this too. Mm-hmm. Rebecca and Sam, when the owner hooked up with the player, yeah, it was kind of, that was uncomfortable. Not because of the race element. No, no, no. It was the owner. The power dynamic, the whole deal. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. Ooh, really? Like, I think that would have been frowned upon inside the locker room and inside the organization. 100%. Right. And we were able to get past it because the owner was a woman. Or did we get past it because she was a character that we had sympathized with? And we, well, we knew, did. We knew her. And we knew she was kind of lonely and this this. Because at that point, and, we didn't really know Sam as well as we do now. And that felt like a reach to me. Like that Sam would be attracted to Rebecca. Yeah. It, I mean, there there were several. He's a professional football player in his or soccer player in his 20s. I'm going to guess that he had a lot more options among his contemporaries. Yeah. I'm just taking a stab in the dark. That in he's playing in the English Premier League. I'm going to guess that the uh, the 
the pond was stocked. Sure. Yeah. Again, I've, I've got some gripes. We'll do that tomorrow night. I think we'll have time uh, around whatever else. And I got problems with what they did with Keeley too. Okay. I got a lot of problems. I, I have a full episode that I can't stand that was very important to the series. So there's a lot. All right. So we can all agree there's going to be a part of Thursday night show where we're going to talk about Ted Lasso. And if you haven't seen it and are planning Again, to watch it. we will tell you when it's coming and give you like a five-minute warning that, hey, yeah, look, but peace. But spoiler alert, there will be spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There will definitely be spoilers. Because if we're going to talk about Keeley, I want to talk about Keeley. Yeah, sure. No, I can't. Because I've got, I've got lots of thoughts about Keeley. Because there's like three things I want to say right here that I, I will screw up the ending if I say them. So, yeah, we'll definitely do that. Um. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> uh, we'll definitely. Uh, I mean, maybe Sam likes older women. I, I get it. It's possible. I just, there was a part of that when it went down that I was like, I don't think this is, we're, we're, we weren't copacetic right there. We're, not quite. We're, we're, we're steering out of the reality realm. I mean, not just the reality realm of a show where the Wichita State football coach is coaching in the Premier League. Okay, let's be aware. Fair enough. (laughs) But not only is it an older woman, but it's the owner of your. It's more the owner of the team. Yeah, it's the owner of the team. Yeah. Uh, Giants pitcher lost a no hit bid with two outs in the ninth last night. Maybe the suckiest thing in sports. Can you imagine you're that close? Yeah. So anyway, all right. Uh, tomorrow morning, I think we're talking to Jeffrey. I have not spoken with him, but we'll check in with him today. And then I uh, get his picks too. I got to make sure I get okay. those. And then Hanray, he's a little busy. Then Hanray's guys on a uh, Thursday evening as well. So big day tomorrow. Rebelgrove.com. In the meantime, yeah, Neil's picks tomorrow as well. So take care. We'll talk to you then.